This is Ursula Hogan welcoming you to News Extra on Scarif Bay Community Radio where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events in the news this week. Easter is a time in many places in the country where Republican commemorations take place and this is the case in East Clare. On Easter Sunday, the East Clare Memorial Committee ceremony began at 10am in the Memorial Park in Chumgraney. Scarf Bay Community Radio was there. Again, to Rockton, uh, you're all very welcome to a very blustery morning here in Chumgraney. But when we stand in this park, we remember the dead generations and the people of the Eastler Brigade and coming them on. And this park is specially set up to commemorate those people. And the ceremonies that are held here today are no different than the ceremonies we've held for the last number of years. And the continuous ceremonies that we do here are one of the few that are held annually. And a lot of people that pass by this park at times wonder what the park is about. But nowhere more was it relevant to the O'Brien family of Bell Kelly. And unassumingly, since I've been coming here over 35 years, Tom O'Brien has stood in the back corner of this park and attended every ceremony as far as I can remember. And not really knowing enough about their family, last year I always knew that they had a huge involvement. Last year I met Tom here and I said to him, next year you will lay the reed. And Tom, in his own quiet way, said, if I'm around, he said. He is around and very much alive here today. And the O'Brien family are here today to remember very much their family and the dead generations that have gone before them. The O'Brien family were very much part of the 3rd Battalion of the East Air Brigade. And we remember very much his father, John O'Brien, who was commander of the 3rd Brigade. And their house was very much a house where they had many regular visits from the Tans and all the people before that. They didn't shirk their responsibilities to the War of Independence. And that continued right through the Civil War period as well. Not alone, Tom's father, but his uncles and his sisters played a key role in the fight for independence in East Clare. And from that, I was talking to Tom earlier, where his brothers were gathered and interred in England and went for 21 days without the family even knowing where they had gone. And his mother went to Killaloo Garda Station barracks at the time on 17 consecutive days to find out about his family. Those were difficult times. And those were the people that we commemorate here in this park here today. And that's why we're extremely proud to have the O'Brien family here today and all their relatives and family friends. Because sometimes we take for granted the contribution of the generation before us. But as you pass this park every day and the community that pass it here, we should commemorate and remember the great sacrifices that families gave 
right across our county and right across our country. I know more, more than the O'Brien family for their huge contribution to the war of independence. There was so much information that Tomas gave me in relation to the O'Brien family. In fact, you could write a book about it. Because their contribution, and indeed on one occasion, is two ants, Nora and Kate, that transported over 300 rounds of ammunition by pony and trap from Ballinair to Ogunolo as part of that contribution to the War of Independence. So on behalf of the East Clare Memorial Committee and the group of people here involved for years, we will now call on Tom O'Brien to lay a read in remembrance of the O'Brien family and the members of the East Clare Brigade and coming them on. Later, uh, after here today, we will be uh, moving up to the Scarif Martyrs where we hold our annual commemoration in remembrance of the four brave volunteers that were shot in the Bridge of Killaroo in that very difficult period as well. So, at this particular point, I just want to acknowledge to Grainy Development Association for their maintenance of the park, uh, to Martin Whelan, who continuously and reservedly rises the tricolour every year for us here and we're very thankful to him for that contribution. To my own committee and the committee around me here, to me, to us, Sean, all the, the different people around me that are involved, um, thank you very much for your continued contribution to keep these ceremonies alive. And to you, the public of East Clare and the friends of the O'Brien family, thank you for turning out here today. And as you remember and leave this park, don't forget the O'Brien family and the brave men of East Clare, both the women and men. And Wheeler Breakers, thank you very much. As part of our contribution to the wonderful park, we are, we are going to erect a number of panels around this park in the coming year to give the true story of this park so that people, when they pass it by in the years to come, will remember the contribution of the East Clare Brigade and the Common Amon members and uh, also the generation that put this park in place in the first place. The commemorations continued after Mass, uh, after 11 o'clock Mass in Scariff Churchyard at the gravesite of the Scariff Martyrs. Uh, you're all very welcome, this lovely, uh, changeful Easter Sunday morning. But we're actually here again to continue that wonderful celebration we have in remembrance of our four brave volunteers who were murdered on the bridge in Killaloo. We've been continuously gathering here in the graveyard here attached to the church to commemorate the four volunteers, Michael Brod McMahon, Alfie Rogers, Martin Gilday, and Mike Legan. I think the importance of commemoration and remembrance we saw in Chumgrani this morning, where we honored the O'Brien family from Belkelly, Ogunala, for their contribution to the War of Independence. And the O'Brien family, their story really hasn't been told in any shape or form. Uh, but we had snippets of it this morning where the O'Briens were transported, three of them were transported to prison in, Lund in England. And 
Their family didn't even know whether they were dead or buried or alive. It took 21 days before they got any confirmation that the family were still alive. So when you, in that context, and you think of the four, four brave martyrs here in Scarif, I think it's imperative and important that we continue to remember their contribution to our freedom as we stand today outside the church here in Scarif under the tricolour and the war of independence and the freedoms that we have today are all down to those people that contributed usually to that independence. So on a day like today where people are rushing off around the county to different events, just take a moment to remember our four brave men, the Scarif Martyrs, and all the people who are part of the East Clare Brigade and the women that were part of Common Amman. These have contributed hugely to our independence. And your freedom, your families, have your connections right across. Whatever the divide after the Civil War, or that particular period, these people were all united in one cause, and that was independence of the Republic of Ireland, and a full Irish Republic. I'm now going to call on Father Joe McMahon uh, to say prayers and remembrance and to thank him very much for the wonderful Mass and remembrance of the Scarif Martyrs. Uh, so, Father Joe, you might say a few prayers and remembrance. Guimish, Ersan Anmanaka, Namarov, Alphonsus Makruri, Mihal Makmahuna, Martin McGillity, Mihal Makayagai. Four young men of idealism and faith and great courage and great culture. And we pray that their, ideal, that their ideals and what they struggled for will be one day realized in our country. Thank you very much, Father Joe. And uh, again, uh, thank you for being here. Uh, all of you here this morning uh, and particularly we have a lot of people that travel here every year and particularly I just want to name one in particular Joe Queeley uh, who continuously comes here every year and fights the case of remembrance and republicanism across the county and I just want to acknowledge his presence and the presence of so many more that continuously support us over the years uh, our guest to lay the read this year is Carol McNamara and I'm now going to call on Tomas McNamara, uh, a wonderful historian here, and great to have him part of this group. And, and he gives us inspiration every year to remember and research in particular around the background of, of all the people that were part of that war of independence. So Carol is going to lay the read, but I'm going to ask Tomas to give the context to that, if you don't mind. Thank you. Just very briefly to, to outline the context for Carol McNamara's name of the read today. Carol is the granddaughter, as many of you will know, of Podrick O'Kaila. And just last week there was a wonderful event in Tungreni National School where he was the pre from 1919 to 1941. Podrick O'Kaila came to Tungreni in 1915 and uh, came to the area very much as part of a an attempt to revive the Irish language in the area, working very closely with Edward MacLeiset uh, in that endeavour. But 
after coming to East Clare, he soon identified people who would become very close friends of his and were making decisions throughout his life, like who to select as the God fathers for his children. He thought very carefully about them. And one of the men he chose for the God father of his daughter, Maura, was Connor Clune, who worked closely with him and Edward MacLysett in the revival of the Irish language and the development of a new Gaeltacht in East Clare, and who was murdered uh, in Dublin Castle on the night of Bloody Sunday in 1920 in November 1920. The other man he chose as godfather to his other daughter, Bridget, was Michael Brod McMahon, one of the four Scarif martyrs. So it is very clear from the men uh, and women that Padraig O'Kaila surrounded himself with that he was invested and committed to the idea of Irish independence in its fullest sense. And sometimes when we consider uh, why we come here to commemorate. There is a duty, as Pat has outlined very clearly, in remembering those people who fought for our independence and particularly those who died for our independence. But we also need to remember that with that inheritance comes the aspects that they stood for, which include the cultural aspects, including the Irish language. Pod, uh, Alfie Rogers, Michael Brod McMahon and Martin Gilday were Irish speakers and they were advocates of the Irish language. So when we consider their fight, it wasn't just a political fight and a military fight, it was a fight for the cultural independence. And they knew that in order to create the conditions for full cultural expression, you had to have full independence. So they took a physical fight to the British Empire in order to create the space for cultural freedom. Now we have that cultural freedom to express our culture, so therefore if we try and remember and we inherit and commit to the duty of remembering the Scarif Martyrs, then we should commit to the cultural dimensions that they fought for as well. And not just here in Scarif and in East Clare, but around the country. And there is an ongoing struggle, an ongoing struggle for national independence and for cultural independence. In the north of Ireland today, there still is a refusal on behalf of the DUP and on behalf of the British government to implement an Irish language act, which has been on the books for almost 20 years now as part of the Good Friday Agreement that we celebrate the 25 25th anniversary of. So the Irish government itself has failed to put pressure on the or to pressurise the British government to implement the Irish Language Act and that should happen immediately. So we're delighted in the East Clare Memorial Committee to have Carol McNamara to lay a wreath on behalf of her grandfather who she is rightly proud of uh, but it also functions to remind us of our duty with regard to the Irish language, with regard to national independence and with regard to the struggles everywhere in places across the world, not just in the Ukraine but in Palestine where Palestinians are being hammered as we speak by a brutal Israeli regime. So when we stand here today we inherit the duty to remember, we also uh, embrace the duty to call for justice everywhere in the world. So Carol's uh, proud uh, function today is to lay the wreath in memory of that great man Padraig O'Kaila and the contribution he made to the cultural health of East Clare and Tungrani and Scarif in particular and we're proud to be associated with that. Thank you Tomas and uh, you always bring great light to your speeches in relation to the cultural and the historical nature of our country here. So, without further ado, I'd ask Carol McNamara to lay the wreath at the grave of the Scarif Martyrs.
our hands together there for Carol. Thank you very much. So, Wheeler Week is the Gokdana. You're very thankful for giving your time to spend with us here. And uh, just to again acknowledge uh, Father Joe, uh, Jim, May, uh, Carol, Noel, Shane, who is unavoidably away, and all the members of the Easter Memorial Committee who continue annually to commemorate the Scarf Martyrs and also the ceremony in Chungrene. And uh, again, thank you for being here. And I would ask you to face the flag and the tricolour, and I thank our piper, Patrick Murphy, who has been part of our group, uh, to play our own Naveen in memory and commemoration of the day that's in it. Mila Buikas, thank you very much. have been listening to News Extra on Scarabay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we will keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarabay Community Radio. <laughs>